Hello and good evening. My name is Kyle Eric, and this is A for Abled. Welcome to a brand new season where we will continue to be speaking with great people about their challenges, differences, and or disabilities. And today features one of my best friends, goes by the name of Tails, as she talks about her journey with pain and having people listen to her. Getting people to, li- to listen to her when they t- when she tells them that she's in pain, she has ovarian cysts, and that she does not want kids, has been a huge struggle for her and I'm sure plenty others. But thankfully, since we last talked about this, she's informed me that there has been some positive changes. This is part one of our discussion. Part two will be out next week. And with that being said, let's get to the latest episode of A for Abled. So, um, Tails is a, I'm going to, I'm going to say like, we've known each other for a, you know, for a long time, for a long time. And during the, and during this time that we've known, that we've known each other, she has been going through a multitude of things having to do with, um, well, having to do with her own personal health journey. And uh, let's just say that people weren't really listening to you at that point, huh, sis? God, no. And it it's horrifying that, like, I had a female doctor who wasn't listening to me. Like, for those who don't, for so for those who may be new to, new to uh, this podcast and uh, new to this conversation, what do you mean by they weren't listening to you? Can you describe can you describe what exactly it was you were uh, trying to explain to them? So I suffer from a condition called PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, ways it manifests are, you know, severe periods. I as soon as I started menstruating, it was like being stabbed in the gut. I would bleed heavily and ruin clothes, even while just like, and at like 13, when I'm getting my first period, like I still have the memory of being 13 years old, going to my locker to go home. And I had leaked and someone came up to me. She's like, oh, you, you should know, but you're bleeding. You, you should know how to handle this. It's like, bitches in my first period. Mm. Um, there are other ways it manifests, uh, excessive hair growth, um, weight gain, trouble losing weight. It, it's linked hand in hand with hypothyroidism. Um, and of course, the one that I truly hate and kind of pushed me to do something is I develop ovarian cysts, which some days don't do anything. It's just like it's there. Other days they can rupture and it's excruciating. It's I the first time it happened, they thought my appendix blew. So what was it that what 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 like? Funny, I don't want to say funny, but strangely, but coincidental, coincidentally enough, I had uh, watched a video of a woman who was describing exactly what you're describing. Um, I think in her case, it was a, it, it was only a slightly different. But other than that, they weren't listening to her either. They thought it was, you know, they they thought that the pain and everything was on her head, even though she had been going through it since she had gotten her first period at age, I believe, 12. So I've I've actually read stories like I read one where um, this woman had unfortunately passed away and they were looking over her the 
person doing the autopsy was looking over her report. It's like, oh, she'd reported for years lower abdominal pain. And while performing the autopsy, they discover just years of endometriosis. And they just basically said it was all in her head. So women, younger girls, like, oh, my God, I have such bad cramps. And when a woman says to you, oh, well, you know, that's the joys of womanhood. No, it's not. It, it shouldn't be like, you know, offer like I keep in my desk Tylenol, ibuprofen. I when it gets bad, um, I have a prescription with my doctor to get some higher strength ibuprofen because I don't like I don't like taking things like Vicodin, mm. which I had to take after my surgery. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm not terrible at it. I can be. I can be. I um after my surgery, um I took a Vicodin, and my boyfriend wasn't paying attention to me, so I got out of the house, and I ran into my neighbor that I didn't like, and she was annoying me, and she had just moved in, and she had been putting all of her crap like all around our house, and you know didn't ask us, and it's like places where our dog uses the bathroom, and so I run into her, and without thinking, I tell her to go be a cunt somewhere else. And move her cutesy bullshit away from my door before I light it on fire. To which my boyfriend grabbed me and dragged me into the house and said, I'm sorry, she just had surgery and she's on pain pills. Mm. Other times I'm chill and I just space out watching wrestling and say inappropriate things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can conf- I can confirm that. But that's you. That's Look, you haven't seen the new wrestler obsession, so let's just... <laughs> <laughs> and I almost bought his figure a few weeks ago, but, you know. So... I- so uh so now so now it is months um because i because honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna be putting these episodes up basically uh you know bi-weekly but at the time that we recorded this was this was months ago that we had that we had talked about this right i feel like it was like august september sometime in that time frame and and um and at this and at this point now you have had an you have had a major update. Would you like to explain that? I have had so many major updates in my life. Um, should I start with the the life in general and then go hop right ahead? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. The floor is yours. Oh. Okay. Well, um, when we originally recorded this, I was working for a physical rehab, a physical therapy office, and just unfortunately, I didn't gel with it. Um, There's a lot of things I didn't like and. When I brought my concerns up, I was just kind of insulted because when I was waiting to hear from patients because my coworker would be on the phone, I would sit with my hands folded. And my supervisor said that that was that was bad, uh, bad behavior when my coworker would be playing on her phone. So I, I did put in my two weeks notice there. But also when I was there, I had scheduled a date. It was going to be another, you know, another exploratory surgery. But so I then left that and went to another company, which I, unfortunately, as much as I enjoyed the environment, there was no training to speak of. It was a few things here and there, but every time I went to be trained, they kind of dumped me off. So I ended up being really depressed and I probably should have started therapy with with no insurance. You know, it was hard. And then I, I'm actually really lucky. I worked with this doctor's office while working at the, uh, a medical equipment company and they ended up hiring me mm-hmm. and they have amazing insurance which leads me to the next part of my journey 
um, back in October, I changed doctors because the original gist of our, of my story was I had been seeing this doctor, this OBGYN for probably about, well, I'd started seeing this one probably for about three years because the original one that I'd been seeing previously who listened to me and talked to me had left and she came back and instead of putting me back with her, they kept me with the other woman. And this whole thing, my, my fight just to exist and not be in pain has been going on for almost two years. And in August, 2020, I met with my doctor. I told her everything. I told her I'd been in pain for weeks and that in the hospital, they said it was PC. It was an ovarian cyst, which is well-documented. So I had asked in the doctor's office, can we remove the ovary? You know, I've decided I don't want kids. And she said, we talk about it. I went for an ultrasound um, and, you know, she said, well, we'll do an exploratory surgery. Maybe it's not an ovarian cyst. Maybe, maybe um, you have endometriosis and we've never caught it, which endometriosis, you would have to go in and look anyways. And, you know, I'm preparing for all these other things. I took two weeks off of work because I wasn't sure. And lo and behold, she didn't do anything. She, and also before, like I called this woman twice. I had one morning I woke up and it, the pain was excruciating. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't get in the car. I couldn't do anything. And I called her office begging for help. I called back begging for help. And instead of having the doctor call me, instead, they marked my request as done. And I didn't hear from them for about a month and a half when going on almost three months of being in excruciating pain and being told to take Tylenol, you know, doesn't do much. So I called them sobbing and saying, I can't live like this. I need help. And the doctor called me and I begged her over the phone, just remove it. It's always been on the right side. It's always been this. And, you know, she said, well, we'll talk about it. And also I, it's looking back on it. It's funny. The circumstance is very funny, but at the time it's very degrading and very embarrassing. If I went to my pre-op and, you know, the, the nurse t- uh, hands me a gown, tells me to get undressed, and I'm sitting there, and my doctor comes in and looks at me and goes, why are you undressed? And it's like, what the actual fuck? Your nurse told me to do that. Why Why aren't you guys communicating? Like, it's a great antidote. It, uh, an- you know the word. Mm-hmm. It's a great, it's a silly story, yeah, but like, yeah. it's degrading, it's embarrassing, it's showing the total lack of communication. And I, at this pre-op, I reiterated, I don't want kids just get rid of it. Let me go back to my normal life. And she said, we'll see, we'll see. The surgery happens. And she went went out to talk to my boyfriend before she went to go perform the surgery. And he just looked at me and said, she's miserable. She's in pain. She can't do anything. Please just, just remove it. Just get rid of it. We don't want kids. I don't want kids. She doesn't want kids. Don't do it. Or don't, don't let her live like this. And, you know, I, I went, I did my thing and I didn't feel any pain. So I figured, oh, I guess she got rid of it. Thank God. And I went in for my post-op and she's like, no, I didn't. But, you know, you have a really thick intestine. So maybe it's diverticulitis, which was also mentioned when I had been in the hospital, July 25th, 2020. Uh, what is that exactly? Um, it's essentially you have like a, so actually my father has it. Mm. And certain things will, it's kind of like indigestion, but a million times worse. Mm. Um, it severe pain with certain foods like fried and fatty foods. 
And I've actually purposely tried to set this off just to see if I have it. And it's like, I ate KFC and was like, cool. And like, I like for three meals straight, it was like McDonald's, KFC, Burger King, nothing. Mm. I mean, aside from the usual effects you have from that uh, heavy, greasy food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, maybe, maybe when the cyst burst, you know, it ended up on a nerve and that was what was calling, causing the pain. So fast forward, um, it was either February 13th or 14th. I just remember that it was a NXT event. Um, it was the Valentine's Day massacre of 2021. Um, Finn Balor had had a really good match and I got up to get some water. And the next thing I know, I'm picking myself up off the floor and the, uh, the next match had just finished. And it was again, that familiar stabbing, burning pain. Hmm. and it's like shit and I just had my periods I'm like shit another cyst burst so I did what anyone else would do I took an ibuprofen and I tried to go to sleep I called out of work the next day and I called the doctor's office screaming and I walked into her office because they've like well coming at this time it's like I couldn't even fucking drive but here I am dragging my agonized body out and I just the first words out of my mouth why didn't you take it out? Why I'm in pain. I'm suffering again. It's going to keep happening. Why, why is this happening? And her only reasoning to me was, what if you change your mind? And it's like, I was 32 at that time. Yeah, I was 32. Um, I had never... I mean, everyone, when they're younger, thinks about having a kid because that's all you hear about is like, oh, I want to be a grandparent. And you're going to be such a great mother and this, that. I mean, to be be fair, I feel like they program y'all like. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not the only one that thinks this, obviously. And I know that this is not my, you know, this is not my lane. But but it's just from from the from day one they program y'all they give you dolls they give you play they give you those kitchen those doll houses all the, you know all the cutesy you know all the cutesy frilly stuff they they try they they immediately they immediately say uh that this is you know this is it they train they train you they don't train us they, like, so so <laughs> so fun fact about my childhood um the only barbie i played with was the shaving can i didn't really i wasn't really interested in them mm-hmm. uh, i loved my beast wars yeah like i and you've seen me fangirl because they've just released cheetor optimus primal but i'm not paying 40 bucks for that because i mean what's it gonna do is it gonna is it gonna go down on me for 40 bucks like what the shit listen listen uh, listen that's a highly like for those who don't know we're big nerds so uh the, the and it, it curse like a trucker it's a high, it's a highly detailed figure. If it was any, if it was anything else, it'd be more, you know? Um, I just got my Sailor Jupiter Q posset or Q pocket, whatever the fuck it's called from her Sailor Moon Eternal School uniform. And that cost me 26 bucks. I can't explain the price. I don't really, I can't explain the it's price. It's on clearance and it's 40 bucks. I, I got <laughs> Cheetor and I got, uh, and I got Tigatron 10 bucks each. But also, but also they're Transformers. They transform. Speaking of which, there's a Beast Wars movie coming out, and uh, Optimus Primal and Cheetor are on the posters. And ah, 
you, but I digress. That is, you've seen how intricate that is. They, like they have levels of transformers, you know. But but I but I digress. Um, yep. I wasn't into the feminine stuff. I loved Power Rangers. I wanted to take martial arts, which I didn't get to do until I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do boy sports. I liked sports. Um, I yeah, I had stuffed animals. I was never like, this is my baby. This is this is my friend. Is it so true? I wasn't. That- oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, just it, I wasn't that feminine growing up. Is it is it true that some people in your family thought you were gay? Oh my God. Um, my grandmother, God rest her soul, she was very sweet and very understanding, but she thought I didn't I don't wear purses, like I wore them for a bit, but like I now switched over to my shield hero backpack. Mm-hmm. I just never I never felt the need of a purse until I started like wearing leggings a lot. And so that mixed with, I like plaid. I think it's very cool. I'm very into the punk aesthetic. So I had a lot of plaid. So my grandmother were 13 years old and she pulled my sister aside and she goes, does your sister like girls? And my grandma's like, and my sister just looks at her and goes, watch her watch wrestling. I, I want to know how that became the uniform. Like, I want to, I, I want to I, I know how did that become? If a woman wore too much plaid, they gotta be into, they gotta be into girls, or they gotta be, in, they gotta be bisexual or something. I don't know. Where, like, where I, I, I can appreciate women. I think women are very beautiful. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, if I had to choose between Becky Lynch and Finn Balor, I'm hopping right over to Finn Balor. <laughs> but and actually the. The hilarity of that situation, um, one of the reasons I got into plaid and punk was the Hardy Boys, mm-hmm. and they were like, no, she's not gay, look at her tool over Jeff Hardy, and a couple of months ago, I actually met them for the second time. Mm. Did they and John Morris. <laughs> no, but I was also a lot thinner, I had black hair, um, I wish, no, I think I was about the same height, but, you know, I completely, and plus, they meet millions of people at these shows, like, I oh my god they, they were signing right up until their match. Mm. Like God bless them for that. But um, but no yeah my my fam my family thinks a lot of terrible things about me, and mm. I'm cool with. Them. Mm. But so, well no and also my so, grandmother sweet and very understanding would have loved me regardless. Yeah. There was yeah. also one very terrible incident where she really really questioned things. Why is was, what happened? I was like 12 or 13 and the Hardy boys came out with a DVD called leap of faith. And I really, really, really wanted it. My grandma said, if I could find it online, she'd order it. Except for when you type in Hardy boys into Google, the wrong thing comes up and I'm not talking about the books. Gotcha. So they found that in their search history and they're like, Oh shit. So it's either I'm a pervert, I'm covering things in their eyes, in their eyes, because it's, you know, it's really cool if you, you know, do your own thing for if you're trying to get to that. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, but they still, they still would have loved me and all that good shit. So, but yeah, they, they thought I was gay and it's just, no, it's gender has nothing to do with things you enjoy. Absolutely. No, absolutely nothing. And we're saying in this and this is, you know, and this is Pride Month. Shout out to 
you know, shout out to the community, shout out to uh, the LGBTQ plus, shout out to the Alphabet Mafia, the plethora. Of- I do love that. I'm very sorry. I love that term. The, the 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 plethora of things that the that the community has under their belt. Um, you know, at the end it, of the day, though, we're we're humans. We're That's all it. human. It no it no matter. We're all we're all human. You know. So so anyway, getting back is so getting back to your original story. Um, the so the, the reason the reason why you wanted to you wanted to share with with us originally was because as it was as um you were you were telling us the story this stuff was actually happening like it it was it wasn't it wasn't something that you you hadn't had the you hadn't had the surgery you had been going back and back and forth with with doctors um you were almost you know you were you were pretty much you know thinking you're thinking about taking you know taking this to court there was a lot of there was a lot of things that you had shared um that had me thinking like yeah i've always been a a supporter of women's rights i've always been a supporter of this is your body you know this is your body your choice the extremes that you had to go through just to have somebody listen to you and get the and 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 get prepared for this you know for this surgery i have this i have to say is baffling you know i'm saying it's not even that it's the insane mental gymnastics of i'm sorry i'm going to call her a so-called medical professional. So there's always this belief. It's not just even like women having children. It's women in general of you can change them to what you want. A man sees a lesbian at a bar. I can change her. Listen, you fucking cottage cheese dick bitch. They know what they like. You stay there and it ain't you. Keep your disappointment away from her. She doesn't want kids. I can change her. No, you can't. I think I just accidentally killed Kyle. Oh, I thought you were out of frame laughing. Uh no, it's um it's 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 just no, I I had to I had to pick something up, but no, continue. <laughs> but um so it so her mental gymnastics of what if you change your mind and I've known for a while like I've never had that maternal instinct. Like I've babysat, but like I've never babysat a baby. Like I don't even like holding babies because I'm afraid I'll break it. Mm. Um I'm, you know, okay with kids because, you know, kids like video games and shit like that. And I could be the cool aunt. Fuck yeah. Word up. But, but so then her next hurdle, I guess we can say, or we can say that she, she springboarded off the, uh, the horse and onto the, uh, onto the rings. What if your boyfriend wants kids? So he my boyfriend knows like i've sat him down and i've said to him a few times you know i don't want kids if you want kids this this isn't going to work for me and it's not going to work for you because i would never keep someone from wanting kids or from having kids mm-hmm. it's just not going to be from me i'll adopt all the dogs but i'm not going to have a child and you know i even told her he spoke to you he went up he's not some random ass dude that sees a random dog and goes, don't do it. Give her, get rid of her. She doesn't want kids. Take care of it. Take care of it. No, mm-hmm. he sat, he looked at you and he said, she doesn't want kids. I don't want kids. Please, for the love of God, just give her back her life. And she's like, well, what if your future husband wants kids? So, so let's pump the brakes on that, that one comment. I have been with my boyfriend for 11 years. We have been through hell and back. And if if we did end up 
ending the relationship, which would be devastating because I do truly love him. You know, I'm not one. I wouldn't immediately hop back into a relationship, but two, if I'm with this person and I, and it's getting serious, I'm not going to just like lie and go, Oh, maybe I'm going to just flat out sit him down and go, dude, I don't want kids. I've never wanted kids. If you want kids, then this is over and we can be friends. And it makes you think of why does this child that will never exist get more say over my body than I do? Why does this man that may or may not exist get more say in how my life is going? Like, why is that okay? It's, it's my body. It's mine. I'm living in it. I'm suffering in it. I'm miserable. Why, why is it okay? And so after a little bit more of screaming, she goes, okay, okay, we'll do it. We'll do the surgery. Because like I was out for blood. And so between February and the scheduled surgery date of April, I left the job I had been working at for a new company and I wanted to be like the best employee I could be. So yes, 2021 was very insane going through four jobs and ending the year unemployed. Mm. But, um, but so you know, I tried to be this best employee and I, you know, told him, oh, I'll call you back when I'm ready to reschedule the surgery, but I have to be the good employee. And then I lost the job, no insurance, went to the physical therapy place. And I remember thinking like with physical therapy, well, with this, with this place, like talking with people and really thinking of like, I have this horrifyingly large bill from when all they did was cut me open and poke around Mm. and they didn't do anything and left me to suffer why would I go back to this doctor who didn't do who refused to do anything because she's interested in me having babies I really think I should change doctors so a co-worker I used to work with she had we had heard that she had had surgery to have her tubes tied And so I reached out to her and I asked, you know, can you give me a little more information about her doctor? And she was fantastic. She and me like, here's everything you'll need, A, B, and C, give her a call, blah, blah, blah. This is the exact doctor you want. So in October, 2021, um, I had actually, um, I had had another really bad flare up. Um, I did not have anything stronger than Motrin. So I'm suffering with that in bed. And I'm sorry to get into the nitty gritty, y'all, but um, I did end up starting my period and I became anemic. Mm. I could not get up out of bed without help. So while my boyfriend was gone at work, I was kind of just stuck in bed. I, I didn't have the strength to take the dog out or get myself something to eat. My boyfriend would bring food home and you know, he gets to laugh. at I basically jammed my face into a salad because I didn't have the energy. Mm. And so I had to figure out how to get myself to this doctor's office that's 20 minutes away, you know, high, but that's even by highway. And I get there and we talk about it. And from everything I sounded like, I sounded like this hysterical woman. And I felt terrible about it. And she had agreed that, you know, well, at least we'll do the exploratory, but, you know, she'll tie my tubes for me. She'll make sure that, you know, at least, you know, I won't have kids since that's something I want. Mm-hmm. So that surgery was scheduled for January, which also, you know, more, more proof of like just women not really being listened to. My supervisor at the physical therapy uh, office 
Um, I said, you know, they're either going to do January or February. And she says to me, well, then you'd better do February. We're going to need you in January. Hmm. It's not negotiable. This is, I'd rather have this taken care of sooner than later. And I ended up leaving there in in, uh, November anyways. So I then figured, you know, I'll postpone it a month. So I call them like, hey, I switched jobs, blah, blah, blah. And then in December, I ended up losing that job. And, and so at this time I started getting bill collectors and one of them was a woman. And I explained the situation of like, right now, my priority is getting better. And I explained everything that happened to this poor girl. And she immediately was like, I'm putting a note in your file. I'm putting a hold on your debt. You contact us with an update. And at this time, I don't know if I can pursue legal action or not, just given my circumstances, which I'm not, I'm not really going to talk about, but, um, but so, you know, all this time, like every couple of months, I'll have a flare up and it's, I can't get up out of bed. It's if I'm really stressed up, uh, stressed out, I'll have a flare up. But so in February of this year, I was hired by a doctor's office that I did a lot of work with and. Uh, Someone that had retired actually spoke very highly of me because I was always like, I got you. What do you need? Oh, I don't work with this, but let me do some digging and I'll call you right back with info. So she, I believe she helped me get this job and we have fantastic insurance. Hmm. So God, I think it's been a month already. Um, Trying to think. Um, Yeah, it was in May. I think it was May 18th. Um, I made an appointment to see my doctor because I had a really bad flare up and I missed work. And I went to her office and we had a talk, you know, I explained everything and I immediately like, because she's like, well, we're just going to do exploratory. I'm like, well, you know, like I started getting like really emotional because it's frustrating. It's, you don't feel like you have control of your own body and it's yours. It's, you know, this is my meat vessel and I'd like it to work as best as it can. So she said, well, let me get your file. Let me look over the notes from your surgery which I do also want to note. Yes. Anyone that's going like changing doctors or anything like that, they have 30 days from the moment you request your records to be transferred to be transferred to your doctor's office. If not, they can get into a lot of trouble. So let's just say I requested my records September 1st. I called them. I said, I need my records transferred to Dr. Bob. I am, of course, for my comfort, my doctor is a woman. Mm. I've always this, I've always seen women. Anyways, so so September 1st, I asked, and September 29th, they called and said, Well, we need you to sign a form to send your records over, which they never told me. They had a month. So I told them, email it to me. They emailed it to me. I printed it. I signed it. I faxed it back to them. So it's now October 3rd. And I go to my doctor's office and they go, Well, we don't have your records. So it's now been three days past when they were supposed to get it. So I have this doctor's appointment. I sound like a crazy person because there's no documentation. She doesn't have my records. For all she knows, I'm some nut off the street that doesn't want, that just wants to get rid of everything. Did their assistant not, not schedule it? What, what's happening? Well, no, 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 no. Um, so she needed to go over my file. Yep. She needed to go over my medical records to see like, okay, she has a history of PCOS. She had an exploratory surgery. They didn't find anything. 
or anything active. Here's her last ultrasound where there were multiple cysts and that was in February, but it's now October. So that's why these cysts didn't show up. So she needed that history because I could have just been making this all up because, you know, there's Munchausen's, there's just women who want attention. There's anyone that wants attention. Right. Like it's not just women or men, but, um, so I, I get home and I call the doctor's office and I'm like, Hey, where the fuck are my records? And this person is chowing down in my ear. When you work in a call center, you can tell when people are doing things like Mm. I've had people smoking on the phone and it's like, cool. I don't need to hear it. I've had people chowing down. I've had people slurping their coffee. I've had people shitting on the phone. Mm. So I know it all. And I hear her just chowing down, not really giving a fuck that like, this is my life. She's fucking around with. And I go, Hey, here's my name. Where are my records? Oh, we've had them printed for the last three weeks. We just, you know, haven't had the time. Like you don't have two minutes to stick something in a scanner, dial a number and send it. We'll get it to by the end of the day. My appointment was today. So I have my appointment on the 18th and, you know, she, she had seen my records, but she, you know, wanted them fresh in front of her. So we have this appointment. She again, talks about tying my tubes, which is definitely something I want. Hmm. I, I want to make sure that, you know, in the event that Dennis and I ever break up that, you know, I can, you know, I find someone else that it's, there aren't going to be any accidental babies. Right. Cause I, I don't, I'm just, I don't think I'd be a good parent. And with the way the world is, I don't think I want to put a kid in it. Thank you for listening to part one of this important discussion. If you would like to catch up on previous discussions, definitely check us out everywhere you get your podcast fix. And if you would like to contact us, maybe reach out, maybe be on an episode yourself, feel free to check us out on our socials. Our solo link is down in the description and we will see you next week for part two peace love and keep your head up